Hey, welcome back to Cloud Unplugged. It's Jay and John this time, no guests. And what are we going to talk about, Jay? I think How have you been anyway, by the way? Also? Yeah, it's been a little while, right? You've been yeah. on holiday, lots of uh, fun things going on. Well, you didn't want to do this anymore. Yeah, I started one. <laughs> <laughs> just because you had more interesting guests on. So. Yeah, exactly. I was like, don't mean to be funny, Jay, but um, if you wouldn't mind stepping aside. <laughs> Getting those views up. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I guess what's what's uh, been going on? What have you, what have you been up to? Um, just just working. working in customers, basically, <laughs> yeah, D- doing the day, day job. Um, not like, uh, you know, going for drinks with all of the podcast guests. You don't get the luxury life. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I guess we were speaking about that because we talk about customers is um, things that you, you are seeing, which is probably what we're going to speak about today, isn't it? Like things that have been going on that's quite consistent in some of the customers. I think large enterprises. Always. It's always large enterprises. But not smaller companies. Um, They tend maybe not to think about things in the same sort of way. So I guess to just to kind of... Or you can guess what we think we're talking about. (laughs) Let's keep talking abstract (laughs) all the way through. So at the very end, you realise what we're talking about. Uh, It's actually canteen choices. (laughs) (laughs) Those large enterprises and their canteens. Yeah, just not enough choice. Yeah, exactly. Um, No, so I guess what what, um, I guess I've seen and what you've seen over the years, maybe not so much, right? Um, in in the recent history, but um, the move from projects and programs to like products and like the different um, ways that these things get funded, they get worked on, the people needed to, um, the skills and people needed to kind of manage both sides and what the pros and cons are really. Um, So I guess in, in like large enterprises, because everything is quite um, financially driven. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, every company is financially driven, right? Uh, but but maybe the, the types of skills that they have in these large programs is we're going to go and fund this project to do X um, and stand up a team for a set amount of time rather than thinking of it as a okay, the business has pivoted or the business needs this thing, we're going to stand it up forever. Mm. Um, and that's more the, the kind of product side of things. Um, but in large large businesses, it's it's always, um, you know, program, program managers, lots of project managers and Microsoft project plans and all of this kind of stuff. Mm. Have you exper- have had much experience no. in the world? Just zero. No, yeah, nice. yeah, no, Just, not uh, experience any of that. It's going to be a great conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> nice one. Um, but no, not experience. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I've, 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 from my experience, programs can be made up of the different projects, I guess, as yeah. well. But it's often, like you're saying, it's a way of getting funding a lot of the time and also a way of managing risk. Mm. So a lot of business, like if you're a program, you then have a board and then you get, do you know what I mean? There's like all these like processes that might surround a program of work. Yeah. And then it feels like because if the budget's high, that there needs to be some risk mitigation. It's kind of ironic because it probably ends up more expensive. Yeah, exactly. Um, and you probably spend more money in the end. And what, but what, yeah. Just risk mitigation itself, right? Like what, what do you think of it when, because... It doesn't. It, have you been to a program board before when yeah. they're like talking about, you know, risks and do you accept the risk and like all of this stuff where where you've got people arbitrarily accepting things that they may or may not know about? Like, 
it's it's such a weird world mm, that you think yeah, it is weird, <laughs> it's yeah. like it's like um it's, it's like, like everything everything all the detail that is a bit that you kind of do need to spend a little bit you don't need to necessarily be absolute in the weeds it gets removed so much yeah that the level of abstraction <laughs> is like impossible to know really how like someone's What's someone's like manipulated the information yeah. to a point of what they think is useful and then because you can't get into the weeds of it all because it takes too long yeah right? so then or you like, don't right, have the knowledge to do it either, you don't have right? the knowledge yeah, yeah you wouldn't know yeah. like half the things but and then it's just basically rag status yeah. reports and yeah. a bunch of things and um where we are financially and um yeah it's strange it's but, so bizarre yeah but then at the same time i guess if that's if you're an institution and that's how you've managed things historically and that's the way that the budgets are allocated and that's how like things are seen as a project and if it's a big enough project it's seen as a program mm. um and then a program means that you can get the right sponsorship from the right stakeholders and um but otherwise it's like not worth other people's time maybe i think that's mm. maybe how they see it because like a cost internally yeah 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 um as yeah well. going to like program investment committees yeah and you know uh having to write a massive business case and renew that business case and do all of that kind of stuff mm. is uh it feels quite painful whereas you know if we if we just um flip it on its head a little bit and talk about products then that product is more i i guess maybe this is this this you know taking it right back to its uh, core elements is basically capex versus opex mm. a program is capex it's big upfront capital expenditure and the ho you're hoping that that initial investment is um no longer going to be needed whereas a, a a product is is opex right like that that is yeah, now part of your cost you money all the time it to costs run. you money yeah. all the time to run but you can have a program to build products yeah yeah and you normally do yeah exactly so it's not like they're in competition with each other then they're not in competition with each other but i think um like the funding models under them are or the maybe the mindset uh, around yeah, the, the, the mindset the mindset yeah exactly exactly so um it's yeah i think i think products because they're a little bit newer in the tech space and you know, you have like product owners and product managers and all that kind of stuff. Like the the skills and the um, the agility of uh, how kind of senior leaders work in those in those areas are, are maybe a little bit different than mm. risk based program type work. What yeah, because well, organizing yourself with a product mindset is quite significantly different just generally mm. speaking because you're you're trying to iterate on something and measuring it's more data driven i mean if you're doing it well obviously i suppose or programs data driven risks money yeah you know? <laughs> i think that's the difference isn't it where like you can products are all about shipping something quickly and trying to get traction on the thing and trying to see the monetary value early mm. right and return on it as quickly as you possibly can and then working out if it's fit fit for further investment or not um Whereas a program would assume that you've got it right and it is worth the investment because, I'm, and then you're basically communicating and managing almost like 
the business topology that you're within because mm. the way that it's shaped requires management and the way that it's all organized requires management. So therefore you've now got a business model inside of a business, if you see what I mean, because to interface with the business as a product requires a different thing, a different set of skills than the product ones because how everybody's working already and like how people expect information and the yeah. way that it's all organized, it isn't organized for a product minded. Yeah, exactly. Do you see what I mean? So you're like, you've got to change how you work to meet the business. Like an interface. Yeah, uh, You exactly. need a program interface, program yeah. interface to it product. Is in some ways, yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So I think that's probably why it, it, they kind of happen and it's just a bit institutional usually, but. That's why they occur together, you reckon? So even if your product is minded, you'll you'll still need a wrapper around you until the maturity is there in the rest of the business to understand. Yeah, or you'd saying? yeah, I think so. Or you'd have to. Well, not in in theory, you shouldn't. I yeah. mean, yeah, exactly, exactly. But and you probably could find alternative ways to meet the requirements that isn't necessarily the ways that they've got. But I think if it's the way that they currently work, yeah. I know that side of the business isn't prepared to change. As in, you know, they're just like, we just want a new product out. Like, you know, we don't all need to change. Just go and deliver a new thing. And you're like, that's obviously, then you're going to have to do something because yeah. no one's prepared to alter how they work currently. But if you want to work better, probably, it's quite subjective to say that, but um, leaner, I suppose, mm. and less between the product team and the rest of the business and to try and shrink that delta down so people are more... People have, can get the right information, the right updates. And then you have to rethink, like, how do we communicate the value of the thing we're delivering that doesn't require a massive board? And, like, what is it you're really getting from a board? Is it just status updates? Is it financials? Yeah. Can we give that in a different way? Do yeah. we all need to operate in this? Who, who is it that you need to give it to? Exactly. And um, there might be better alternatives than the way it's working. But I guess, like, just to kind of anchor it in, like, modern use cases of, of some of these things. Um, do you know, obviously Amazon, uh, it is quite known for products. Mm. Um, do you know the way that it sort of spins up a new product team and what it's like? No idea, does? no. Um, have you heard of like Amazon, the AWS PR press release, like when they- Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah I've heard of that. Yeah. Which is quite, it's quite a cool concept. That's right? where you so describe the end product. You're describing- you know who it's for yeah what it's given you as uh like an outcome rather than a bunch of features um and like what the story is almost like a case study i thought you were actually going to say that they've got a service <laughs> programs <laughs> to products exactly it's uh, an api yeah. is basically a service in amazon that they all consume and it's a pizza team it's a yeah, pizza team exactly that's, that's it delivered just it. Spins, <laughs> spins out a new team there's yeah. all the hiring for them i think that's what was it uh the cog what's that what is it Tur um amazon, amazon turk yeah manual <laughs> yeah. turk manual turk yeah uh yeah exactly yeah i thought that's what you're about to say <laughs> actually you, you didn't yeah they um They'll release that on April Fool's Day, like as a thing, programs to products after yeah. they, <laughs> this uh, podcast. It's a conversion, like a conversion <laughs> thing yeah. that you use. You get pay, you, it's uh, you get charged on the number of people that um, you're trying to convert from <laughs> projects <laughs> to uh, programs. Yeah, yeah, it's an hourly rate, hourly basically. Rate. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so do I detect 
an issue with programs. No, not at all. What do you mean? Like, I, I would is never that, be is that uh, what you, so you controversial. Some, <laughs> you have some, like, beef <laughs> that's gone down or something with some, like, program. Not at all. I, no. I, I think, I think the, the, the way that I've just seen it is they always tend to um, require a very different skill set. Um, and when it comes to platforms, products, and programs, um, platform does it always seems to be more of a kind of there's a bit more alignment in a, a product uh, in in a kind of product a cloud platform especially right the, the things that we do we're always getting involved in that sort of cloud platform space and it feels like there's a um the kind of governance wrapper or like wrapper for how that thing should be delivered is a little bit more agile and that leans in towards that kind of product mindset and mm. you know trying to uh, delight your users and all of that kind of stuff rather than sort of programs which is very like heavily kind of waterfall so you don't funded think a program vehicles. could be agile i i i think that um i think that it has quite good um ways of managing spend and I think that it has, um, like, as soon as you put something in a program, you're getting a lot of senior visibility, which is mm. which is good, right? Buy-in and, you know, all, all of that stuff that you need that could be quite hard for so say like to do. A cloud migration that isn't yeah. necessarily building a product. Mm -hmm. Is that product or program? Well, yeah. Did you, did you have to build a cloud platform for the migration? No. You're just, you're just <laughs> 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 nice one, thanks. <laughs> Way to work with me here. Yeah, so you, I guess, so yeah, so if you say like a cloud migration then, your take on that would be that there is an element of, well, you're not building, like even if you were to build the, like sort out the cloud itself, organize it. Yeah, sort out the cloud. Just like, yeah, just, just get a filing cover, just organize yeah, a bit of cloud. Sort that yeah. cloud right no out, yeah. I've got one service, I'm going to put it in. But that wouldn't be product, thing. right? Because you're not productizing anything. They are products mm. in their own right. You're consuming them. But yeah. then, well, they're services, but behind them are products. Um, but you're consuming them. You're not building them. They're built. So mm. Would that not be a program then? What are you? Where, where does the product thing come from? A cl cloud migration? Oh, is that a project? Maybe S seems so, pretty big though. So maybe uh, it's a program. <laughs> I guess typically, when um, like some of the customers we work with, for example, it, there's like a different layer, which is a platform, um, which is kind of like the foundational bit of moving into cloud. And that is the thing that is like uh, evergreen, the thing that always needs to be like, watered and fed and you know loved and blah, 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 blah. Um, so, so you're that's talking the about the thing that you're talking about, um, how it's supporting the delivery of the applications into the cloud. It, exactly, yeah. yeah so, so that needs, something needs to do that work. But yeah. there are services in the cloud that can do some of that, like migrate service and things like that. So I guess, depending on how you're approaching it it might not be that you can modernize modernizing your entire approach might be a bit of a luxury depending on what you've got to do yeah i mean you've if you're doing like a cloud migration you've always got to like rationalize what you're actually looking to migrate and maybe you don't want to 
instantiate you know a whole program just to move a one-page website yeah. <laughs> over to the cloud so that's a project um uh yeah that's like a a task almost <laughs> yeah. not even a project right um but uh if it's if it's like uh something that is a little bit more strategic to the business then maybe you want to make sure that it's being done in the right way um mm. so that you've got uh, good kind of cost controls around it your security posture is um you've thought about that and it's adhering to print you know um kind of uh, industry standards and things like that so then you're you're gonna maybe either if, if it's big and it requires a big old investment then maybe program is the right way to go um and and especially if you're trying to you know bring say um, uh, companies in to do that, then maybe program is a f way to fund that work. The work, yeah. Um, from f to to happen, but if not, then then maybe it's that kind of uh, product uh, productization or or platformization. God, I'm just making up words. <laughs> um, uh, of of that cloud foundation or, or platform. So cloud landing zones. I know you know you've we've spoken about this a few times on on this podcast, but that that kind of initial foundation for um, applications or services to be iterated on or migrated onto cloud, that that would be the evergreen thing, right? The products, um, and then the uh, applications or products that sit on top of that cloud platform is maybe those are products too, and they need constant. But I mean, but delivering the migration, you could have a program to do the migration. Yeah, because once it's done, it's done. And then right? once it's done, it's done. Yeah, and then whatever you've used to do it can still be maintained and managed. Yeah, and that's fine, I guess. But, but I guess what? the the actual funding of doing the migration that's got has got a start and an end to it because yeah, you're either either it's either you have migrated or you haven't. But like you've you've migrated a bunch of applications or whatever, um, and maybe it's like a big old data center exit or something like that that you've migrated and those let's say you've got 100 apps right um if you're kind of adopting this sort of product way of working and product way of thinking are you gonna now have to spin up a team to manage all of those 100 apps um, presumably they already exist yeah th that's what i mean like they they exist but maybe they're they're not like um being iterated on or worked on um so is like that value diminished to the users that are using them like how do you even know that the things that they're isn't that all the seven r's or whatever yeah yeah i guess that ra rationalization piece yeah so you have to like work out what you were going to move and what you weren't going to move if you're going to retire <laughs> stuff and have done that beforehand yeah before but you outside of it. that mm. You could have it as a program, I suppose. Yeah, because you're still having to like manage the cost of what you're doing uh, yeah. and whether it's actually feasible to do. Um, and if you've got the right skills in your business to do it. But I guess you're trying to work out whether you ever need a program. Is that what this is? Like, you don't want to have programs. <laughs> is that what, is when that what the is, ambition is? When is the right time to have a program? How can right? you never have a program? Yeah. Is basically what I'm feeling. Is I would. I'd never have an agenda. What are you talking <laughs> about? <laughs>
So could you could you always well there must be businesses that never have the concept of a program. Um like a program of work and things like that. It's not not every company is going to be designed in that way. Like you'd be able to have it as like a project probably where it's like it'll be seen as an internal piece of work that needs to be done. People normally identify that as a, a project, don't they? I think maybe if you've got like a fa fairly flat structure. So, so um, you know, thinking about it, uh, like the types of companies that we work with, maybe if you're like a, a company that's building uh, like an independent software vendor or something like that, right? And you're not huge, um, then maybe you're less likely to think of things as, programs because um it's the the structure might be a little bit more flat and mm. you have um you know specific people that have decision making power so you just be like yeah go and buy that thing and start you know start <laughs> mm. get it done um uh but maybe that like uh funding maturity isn't necessarily there so yes you can go and you can go and get it right now whether you have some intentionality behind it to carry that thing on for the next five years is not necessarily there. So that's when a program could be quite useful if you're in, like intentionally investing in it um, because you know this is going to be like a long-term direction for, for what you need to deliver. But it just feels like really a program's a way of wrapping up a bunch of requirements, mm, right? Yeah. It's just given a term. Like underneath that is like stakeholder management and governance, um, governance and updates yeah. and yeah. risk mitigation and financial mitigation yeah. and financial assessments and all those things. But they're just requirements. They're just yeah. requirements of things non, that non need to be, yeah, yeah. things that need to be there and in place yeah. to make sure that it's successful. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But that doesn't mean it needs to be like, you can meet those requirements as a team that need that could be lean and not necessarily need roles propended into it to mm. then manage all of that if you see what i mean but then you're giving up i guess a bit of the if you did if you didn't have the necessarily ro roles um to do those bits then are you giving up a bit of kind of velocity i mean how hard is it to give an update I don't know, John. Give us an idea. <laughs> I mean, if, you, yeah. if, you, if, if that's what the requirement is and to give financial aid, there are going to be businesses that could operate lean in a lean way, right? Mm. Um, I'm sure. And find ways of showing that information that's maybe in a system that isn't a person. And maybe that person can go and see how much things are costing. I don't know. So it's like, does that does it need to be a human being giving that communication or can a report be produced and just sent out if and then you can talk about it when yeah, it's yeah. a problem as opposed to making sure we have a, a regular meeting and i take everyone's time up i don't know i don't know whether that's yeah. necessary uh, i'm sure there are alternative routes to meet the requirements that aren't necessarily propending people like everything yeah. in life yeah i mean everything i guess is going to be some sort of trade-off that costs more and you, you hopefully get something for that cost yeah, exactly not just pain <laughs> yeah because if um, all all you know if someone's been a translator mm. and then trying to then manage the communication upwards and then trying to manage it with different stakeholders and all these other things then maybe there was a more effective way to do that that wasn't so intensive on people human, human beings yeah, managing yeah, yeah. to do that um 
that's how it feels. It's there to manage people and people are managing other people and people are managing the communication and it feels very... But people-based problems are like the unsolved thing for the most part, right? Because in although the things that we're talking about are quite generic, um, how successful a program or how successful a product is to a certain degree has a lot to do with the people that are responsible for them. Um, and and so if you're like thinking about some, some generic way of operating um, in a, like bringing all of the kind of non-functional requirements of say programs into a leaner team, then maybe you, you're giving something else up. So like that kind of softening element of, you know, getting buy-in uh, internally and making sure that everyone is at the same place in terms of education um, on why the thing is important and that vision selling and all, all, all of that stuff. Maybe maybe there is a trade-off, I don't know. Mm. But but like you said, products, a good maybe product manager would potentially do that as well, right? Yeah, I would have presumed. Um, but that's if it is a thing that I was just saying has like a product. Mm element to it whereas if it doesn't then it's like a project paced thing so i guess not everything is going to be product not everything is going to be product but yeah maybe moving offices <laughs> yeah right it's not, <laughs> not product. i think we should definitely manage that as product yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah um let's get a moving company that is yeah or maybe <laughs> it's like something like more operational you know, like a program can be for anything, mm. not just technology, I suppose. Maybe that's the. Yes. Yeah, 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 maybe. But it's a technology cloud unplug, so we're obviously going to. I don't think. What? I think uh, you're on the wrong podcast. Uh, no, oh, 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 no. But if, if like you're that. talking about like product, then I guess your your point was people might be doing a load of things that don't, I guess, overweighting a load of things where products are there to be like small iterative things that live forever. A program's finite. Was it that you were, just so I understand, that you were saying that when do you need one? Is that what it is? Like is when is, do you need a program? When do you need a... When do you when? need one? Do they go hand in hand or like, are they, can they work together or are they mutually exclusive? Well, they're not. Well, thanks, John. So, that's that one. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, tick, that's tick that one. That one off. Yeah, it's, we ticked it <laughs> off. Done. Um, I think we agree on that. Yeah, they're not yeah. mutually exclusive. Um, when do you need one? Maybe that's based on the size of your company and how complex that whole funding uh, element is to the thing that you're working on. Um, we're really solving the problems on the pod podcast today, aren't we? Yeah. Uh, and uh, was there another question that we wanted to solve? We'll talk about I don't think a new organization even if they were large would have programs to be fair why um because I think it boils down to like how things are how they've designed themselves already so if you're of a certain age of business mm -hmm. and you were quite product centric um I mean I could be completely wrong yeah um but I can't imagine that they would have delivered anything historically in that way. So therefore them changing all of a sudden to be like, oh, normally we're like, we have like delivery teams and we work in agile ways and we like, you know, we have autonomous 
multidisciplinary team. I mean, look at like Spotify. Are they going to do programs? Let you know, they've got like all these like new ways, like, each, do you know what I mean, different ways of operating even as a business. They've even like published, which yeah, is yeah. a bit new. And So let's say, right, you're, you're a new age company. You're born in the cloud. You're in um, uh, Azure. Uh, and um, uh, AWS comes along and they've got like a new incubator and they've basically said, hey, have a bunch of credits. Um, and this company's then gone, oh, we need to move everyone from Azure to AWS. How do you reckon that work? <laughs> like ha ha what would be the way to get that work? Well, done? I guess it would dep depend on how they already organize. That's what I'm saying. So if you had a way of, if you just saw it as a team that needs to come together mm. to solve a problem, mm -hmm. which is what products are there to do in some ways, you're there to take a challenge and a problem and you all work together on iterating on solving it to produce something in the end. And you do it in agile incremental things and you do enough planning up front and ideation of like how you're going to do it. And then you could do that in exactly the same way. You could have an agile team and you could have spikes and you could work out all these things. Like you wouldn't necessarily... So long as the non-functional things we mentioned were being dealt with, but presumably they already have ways of giving updates mm. because you're already iterating on things that people probably care about. It's not like if it's a product, no one cares. It's like, yeah, we don't care about any updates. Just let us know when you've made us some money. <laughs> Is it done yet? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so I imagine just because you, it's, I, I imagine it's more based on what what you've, done historically is then mirroring into the future of what you're then trying to do because you're organized a certain way and that's just how people expect things to be done hmm. whereas if you knew you might not have organized yourself in that way you've organized yourself in a different way and therefore there is no concept of a program because but they solve it they solve the same requirements in a different way that isn't a program so you're still kind of saying if you're agile and you not necessarily agile the the like way of delivering stuff um but in that you can move quickly and um uh you know you're quite nimble as a company or, or you know getting things done or whatever then it's unlikely that you'll have programs, programs yeah and i'd probably say there's value in what about decision making changing to be less to be more lean i mean that's if yeah. you can say that you know, you've got some principles around your product teams and not like 60 people or something, right? So, so long as you've got good standards around the sizing and like what the right feature, breaking things into feature teams and all those concepts so that the teams are productive still and you don't have oversized teams that make things inefficient and all the other things, then yeah, I think it could probably, you could probably operate in a better way at a cheaper price point. Probably. Yeah, yeah. For sure. And then like adding more people is Yeah, there's more management to um, it, it's yeah, more complicated. Yeah, exactly, exactly so yeah, I don't think it's I reckon there's opportunity to be more efficient. Um definitely without a programme. On my experience of seeing programmes and mm -hmm. usually they're from institutions. Have you ever had have you ever seen a programme work really well? Have I ever seen a programme work really well? Where you're like, you know what, this could not have been done better. This is program was the right structure. Well, I think no, I've seen lots done. of things not done well and some things done well. I guess that's quite, you could work in the same company and even have product teams not be successful. Yeah, yeah, that, so but but what specifically have you seen? A just program. program. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not really, but I don't know whether that's just because of more reflective of the organizations that do programs. Mm. 
Because what you're really saying is like, it's a proxy for an institution. Yeah. That's how I look at it the most yeah, of the time. Yeah. So maybe you can do a program really well if it isn't in a real, inst like an institution. But then you probably wouldn't because you're not in an institution. But then you probably wouldn't because you're yeah. not in an institution. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, That's yeah. kind of the point, I suppose. All right. So, so I can't. I don't think you can always blame the, pro the, the <laughs> necessarily blame the program. But if you were to try and find a way to meet the requirements that surround a program, I reckon there are more efficient and effective ways mm. that don't require the concepts, traditional concepts of a program. I think they can be met, and lots of companies probably do meet them in other ways that don't require like a bureaucratic element to it of, you know stakeholders and updates in that traditional sense mm. and actually maybe there's the those people already come together and there's a forum that's already there and there's sponsors of those that reflect back to others and you don't need necessarily another thing yeah of around a thing you've already got to then do a similar thing but with lesser people do you know what i mean you're like duplicating effort yeah for sure yeah i mean i guess you're just making it's some forum for decision making yeah really. which must exist or, or information sharing yeah Surely um, they've got that already. They must have that. Yeah. So All cool. Right. No more programs. So if you're a large institution, um, according to John, you've never done a program well, <laughs> and but you need, hey, need to do it. You're the one that came with beat about <laughs> programs. You seem um, to have an issue with, with, with programs. And uh, if you're, um, uh, you know, a uh, newer, more modern company, um, products. You still probably need projects. Yeah, you probably need yeah. ways of like need, managing projects. You, yeah. you need a way of managing projects. Maybe not an, an amalgamated way of managing multiple projects. Yeah, the methodologies around the deliveries. Yeah, different. Different. So as long yeah. as you were still doing like good agile delivery management elements, you know, using like Kanban or Scrum and all the different things. Mm -hmm. um, but rather than like prints to project management which is what you might assume microsoft project planner mate yeah, that's what we need project yeah, planner out. Yeah. then yeah basically programs are probably more expensive cost more money and take a lot of people's time um and therefore maybe there's better ways there we go all right so if you're listening and wanting to start up a program don't do it we just saved you millions of pounds email jay yeah. <laughs> find out why <laughs> you shouldn't do a program <laughs> Thanks for listening for that episode and yeah. we shall catch you later. Thanks all. Bye. Bye.